So I've just, you came from Lume, um, is that your most recent place? Uh, yeah, so I was at Lume uh, for two and a half years. Um, before that, I was at the Royal Mail. After I left Lume, I just sort of did uh, casual work here and yeah. there. Yeah. Um, did a few pop-ups, um, one at uh, Mesa, oh, yeah. which was through uh, PDR uh, Melbourne. Okay. Um, and they're a really cool group. Um, very interactive. And yeah, they pop up on my Instagram. I keep thinking I've got to go to one of those because they do do really interesting like dinners, don't they? Like, yeah, it's a real experience as well. And yeah, I think um, definitely like, it's it's really good for networking mm. um, and getting other people to collaborate, like different styles and things yeah. like that. I think works out like a different um, cuisine or culture that actually gets created in the, the meal itself and then okay. people will get to experience that as well. Yeah. So what were you doing? What was your um, So I did uh, with a girl from Adelaide. Um, she also worked at a wine bar because I was casually working at uh, Neighbourhood Wine oh, yeah. then. Um, and she was very Asian-influenced. And when I cook at home, I love that kind of inspiration. So um, I sort of did desserts to complement that. Um, which was quite cool because I hadn't really done much uh, pastry, I guess. Yeah. Um, so it was also a challenge for me as well. That's good. What did, what did you make? Um, so I ended up making uh, a lot of native Australian ingredients. So um, there's some deadly nightshades, um, the caramelized yogurt, uh, ice cream, kondong, um, nut marigold. Um, which is also very hard to find. Um, I foraged most of the stuff for the dinner as well. Wow. Where do you um, go? Did, how do you know? What um, <laughs> do you do? You've got books, books and things, don't you? Like, you're think, a chef. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, working at the Royal Mail, yeah. being so, you know, adapted to horticulture and um, being in an environment where a lot of things just grow naturally, Yeah. Um, I think you sort of pick up where things sort of grow or, or along rivers or... Yeah. Um, or in bushes if they're you know native asparagus and stuff like that yeah. um, but I find that side of things quite fun yeah um, it also challenges you to create things outside the box as well yeah and do you think because um, you know I've spoken to chefs like um, Annie Smithers and so on who grows a lot of her own um, the produce that she uses and then um, you know Alejandro at Pastuso likes to take his team out to see where the vegetables are grown do you think that having that real connection with the land does that change the way you cook um, I think definitely. Um, I grew up paddock to plate. Um, my mum had a two-acre veggie patch garden and my pop had a farm. So um, being young, you sort of take it for granted. Or when you move out of home, you're like, where's all this stuff? Like, right, yeah. You know, you're so used to it. Yeah. Um, and things don't taste the same, mm. um, which I guess is a bit disappointing um, for me. Um, but that's why, like, especially here, I try to utilise most things from the farm. Yeah. Um, and ethic, ethically um, sustainable. Yeah. Um, so no meats that have been, you know, processed in wrongly or okay. um, stuff like that, you know, it has to have respect and yeah. things like that. And that must be a challenge too in terms of food costs because those, think, those um, things tend to cost more, don't they? Yeah, definitely. Um, so most of the, the menu, I sort of have a range of, you know, vegetarian, um, seafood, and meats, um, but there is only maybe like two things on the menu that sort of are 
mainly protein-based other than like seafood and stuff like that so you know I try to keep it friendly for vegans as well mm. um, providing them a menu so they have that option I yeah. feel like it is on trend especially in, in Melbourne that you know they should have that separate menu yeah um, I think Queensland definitely is like the capital for vegans and really yeah I, I don't know that I was thinking Melbourne would be the capital for vegans but that's okay <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's cool. I think most people get scared of it, but I don't think it's something to be scared of. It's just mm. another thing that um, people have a view on or what they tend to eat. Yeah, I think um, in the past it seemed to be quite challenging to make vegan food tasty, and maybe that's because it was such a new thing and there weren't really the ingredients that, that we have now. But um. Where do you, I mean, I suppose you start the same way to plan a vegan dish as you would for any other dish. You start with, I suppose, yeah. what, you know, your ingredient and then work with that. Is that how you work? Yeah, definitely. Um, There's this one restaurant I particularly went to in, in Queensland, and you know, I hate mock meat. Like, it scares me. Like, I don't get it. It's full of chemicals. Um, yeah. But there was this one restaurant, and they, it was... Everything was plant-based, but... They just did veggies and did it really well. Mm. Um, and that was in Miami on the Gold Coast. And no mock meat on their menu or anything. They just had, you know, vegetables. Mm. And it was done so well. And it was just like just pumping business. I was like, if this was in Melbourne, like people would just go crazy. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's just like people having that familiar thing that they, you know, sometimes eat mock meat or yeah, that's right. uh, those soy products. Yeah. So did you did you grow up in Queensland or you, um, just, no, you I, were just there? I was just there. Okay. Just, um, yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so growing up, um, did you always think you'd be a chef? Um, sort of just happened. Like I, I did know I enjoyed food. Um, but in year eleven, I came to work experience and I was like, I don't know what I want to do. Like I enjoy cooking, and I like the idea of being a water police. Oh, <laughs> so, it was okay. like two different tangents. So I kind of looked at that and I couldn't do anything to do, like water policing. So I just did my whole duration at a restaurant. Right. And then at the end of that, they said, "Do you want to work full time?" And I was kind of like, "I really enjoyed my experience here, um, but I don't want to leave my HSC." So then I looked in it further, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, this is." probably what I want to do um and I started school based so I started in year 11 did it over four years um and I finished my apprenticeship in Melbourne yeah um and where was where did you do your apprenticeship so I just did it at a, a small Italian restaurant um in Marimbula called Piccolo um did a few places here and there as well um in between that and then I moved to Melbourne when I was 17 um, yeah best decision I ever made um, but it was exciting I think it's really helped me grow as a person yeah and those you know first years that I was at the Royal Mail um, learning horticulture and as well as what was in the restaurant I think really made a ground level of mm. where I'm at today yeah um, it helps me understand you know seasonality and um, things like that it's just you know yeah really a great start <laughs> yeah definitely definitely yeah um, yeah it's beautiful beautiful out there so much to learn 
Yeah, well, that's right. And then working somewhere like Luma, I had a um, I had a conversation with the chef with um, Sean, and um, yeah. it's so different there. I, ha- I haven't eaten there, but it's um, from everything I've read and from talking to Sean. Um, you must have learned a lot there as well. I mean, that's just so an incredible much. way to cook. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so I, when I started at Lume, um, I went in. I took a step back from the position I was at, um, just because Lume was doing a lot of things that I hadn't done before. So what um, were you at um, Royal Mail? So I started uh, third-based uh, apprentice, and then I worked my, up, my way up to a chef to party. So I took a step back to Demi. Um, and I went to Lume and then came out as a, a chef to party, sort of going into like a, a junior suit uh, role. Um, but there I think I said to Sean when I left, you know, it's disciplined and like it's, it's army trained almost, um, you know, it really sets you in a certain place and when you go somewhere else you have such high standards of things. It's interesting. So it's very hard to you sort of go out of that yeah um but at the same time it teaches you a lot of discipline mm. but you also learn techniques that you haven't done before um some of which take three days to make a certain thing um so you really have to be on par with that and you know it helps you concentrate and you know get to that level of um, particularity to actually produce something amazing yeah. and by discipline do you mean there's just you know there's just certain rules to follow and you just have to do those or is it um, I think in the hierarchy of the kitchen or even like disciplined in the way you stand or carry yourself um, so they, t- they teach you all of it yeah pretty much the way you speak um, <gasps> presenting yourself to people um, just yeah things from that to the way you you're plating something or chopping something or the way you set up or clean down um, it's very particular and it's very precise so interesting because he mentioned to me that you know um, when he was 14 he worked at McDonald's and he reckoned that was a really good like obviously not food wise but that was a really good um, start for someone to be a chef because of the systems and and maybe because it's that discipline and I mean it's kind of the same things you're saying isn't it there's certain ways of doing things and standing and speaking to people and um, certainly not putting out the same food as McDonald's but (laughs) (laughs) but I kind of get that now that you've said that I think that's um yeah it's really interesting yeah. <laughs> it's um yeah. I think McDonald's yeah, McDonald's teaches you a lot of skill set um in different things. Mm. I think. Wow. That's so is this your first head chef role? Yes it is. How exciting. Um, Congratulations. Very exciting. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, very exciting, uh very nerve wracking. But now I've I knew I was sort of ready for that higher role. Um mm. but sort of jumping two steps was a bit uh nerve wracking for me. Um but also you know, having that support there and knowing, you know, the people that hired me had that faith in me, mm. I think, um, you know, helped me get to that yeah, stage. Yeah, absolutely. And learning the business side of things is very important to me, like in progress itself. Um, you know, I think it's very important to any chef, um, but getting that ground level of understanding of everything yeah. um, is what you want to do, especially if you want to achieve your own place in the future and would you like to have your own place ah definitely every chef kind of definitely. well maybe not every chef most chefs <laughs> that is the dream isn't it to yeah somewhere beautiful <laughs> <laughs> yeah overlooking a lake or yeah with a garden <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um, when you so when you came here um, you know, how does it work this is 
how many seats is this? Um, so at the moment, probably doing 35 inside. Yeah, that's good. And is then outside, well, yeah, probably the same again. But if we're full, we're full. Yeah. Um, we want to try and push our inside limit mm. a little more. Um, does it go upstairs or is it? It does go upstairs, but at the moment we're doing uh, Le Petit Chef. Um, so 3D mapping on the table, um, very timely. So there's like people running around on the table and like, like sort of plenty of food and then the video will stop and then your food comes up. What does that make? I don't understand that at all. <laughs> it's like it's kind of like virtual reality, right? Um, but slightly different. So you don't wear the goggles. It's just like all projection based um, on your table. Um, but it's you know very interactive. It's I guess it's quite fun stepping out of the normal for you know diners that you know go eat at a. So they actually they are eating though. Yeah, they are. And that's just imagining it. <laughs> wow, okay, I can't. Ew. And, and are you doing, you're doing that food as well? Yeah, yeah. so we're doing that upstairs, um, which sort of limits our space a little. Mm. Um, but at the same time, it's giving that something extra, I guess, to the community if they want to do that different thing. <laughs> oh, oh, my mind is blown. And um, <laughs> has there been a big uptake on that? Is that... Um, yeah, it has kicked off uh, quite well. It yeah. took a little bit um, with marketing and stuff like that. Um, but now, each night we sort of have at least we do two sittings each night um or we at least have one really full sitting yeah is anyone else doing that no that's amazing um so it's uh china i think they were mostly doing it through china yeah um and they brought it to australia um and saw this venue for a you know, a cool place to produce it. So it's it's exciting. <laughs> it is exciting. It's astounding. <laughs> so is it the same food up there as down here? No. So. Oh, cool. so you're kind of running two. Yes. Dining experience. That's amazing. Yeah, it's a bit challenging, uh, especially because it's just me in the kitchen. Um, but is it just that, you in the kitchen? Just me. You in don't the have kitchen. any other staff. Nope. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Are you washing the dishes as well? No. Yeah, I do. Sometimes front of house for me. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, yes. <laughs> part of the job. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it gets that. Um, hello. Uh, it gets that. You know, different um, sense of reality. It always steps you out of the normal. Yeah. Um, it does give you that challenge. So. Wow. Okay. But so the food here is it um, to go with the wine, or you? Um, sort of here and there, I do. Um, create things that complement what we have um, using things with like quite high acidity or things that are salty that you know you can have with Riesling or you know a red wine you know you don't want to have something super out there that's going to be like oh it doesn't really taste good with the wine or it changes the, the palate flavour mm. um, so I think that's definitely important um, we also do tastings every time we have a, a new wine come in um, I'm looking at changing, I sort of change the menu every couple of weeks mm. um, based on what people are enjoying, uh, what's coming into season and stuff like that. So okay. um, this week's going to be a big changer, I think. Yeah. And so just um, going back to the upstairs part, yeah. is that like a degustation or is it... Um... Um, kind of, it's three courses. Yeah. Um, mostly based on the video. So the videos that are played, uh, we sort of do... Um, dishes I guess to replicate that um, but also doing it slightly different like the first 
courses like a bull of base um but i sort of just do a porcini broth um with some fresh seafood um prawnhead oil and just some nice herbs here and there um and then they also get bread and our smoked nuts and then the mains like a, a steak which we do uh brisket and just like seasonal veg um and they sort of get like a, a gay time type dessert in the end so it's so is it like it? Sorry, I'm just like, I'm obviously really. Um, are they watching a movie or is it? Yeah. Because it's interactive, they can hunt, and the food comes up as part of it. How does it? Yeah, pretty much. So it's like, have like this, the projection shines down on this white tablecloth. Yeah. And on the tablecloth, it has your plate and knife and fork on the projection. And then you have like this little chef. Oh. And he starts like cutting down trees, which is like broccoli and then like, Throws that onto like a barbecue and oh, like okay. fishing. And, yeah. Oh, um, so yeah, it's quite interactive. It's quite funny. <laughs> um, and then at the end of the video, all the things that he's you know chopped or catched it's on the plate, and then the the video goes away, and then your food comes up. So you sort of get something to replicate the video. <laughs> <laughs> Who comes up with these ideas? Oh, Amazing, it's isn't it? It's yeah, quirky. I think it's cool. I think it's great. <laughs> It's either you're eating in the dark or you're um, <laughs> interactive videos with food. Yeah. The future of food. Cool. And I heard that um, the, the sandwiches, the muffaletta sandwiches are very popular, is it? Yeah, so we've actually taken that one off. <laughs> I'm so behind the times. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, so I think most things that are popular now, we have this uh, mini octopus roll. Mm. Um, I make an exo sauce out of all the cured meat offcuts, so everything's to be utilised, so there's no wastage. Um, we just put daikon on and aioli, it's just simple. Um, and that seems to be a big hit. Yeah. Um, and now we just have like a few sort of smaller, snappy type things. And mm. you know, if that person does want to come in and have a meal, we do have you know a few options either feed me or. Um, couple of meals that are quite bigger for that. Yeah. Um, That's cool. And, um, oh, I said a question in my head. I was going to ask you. Oh, where you get your ideas? Is it from um, books or Instagram? Or? Um, I think just like things that I sort of like to eat and mm. um, seeing something that I do like using and just finding something that, you know, I do want to pair it with or... Mm. Um, want to try using I'm kind of working on a blue cheese popcorn at the moment um, it should be quite funky Yum. just yeah. for a snack nice um, do you experiment yeah. at home or are you so tired from cooking that uh, you just throw together like a no, stir fry I, I, <laughs> I do like my stir fry um, but I do like to experiment at home as well um, again I think it takes you out of that normal especially like eating out at different places as well you get that different feel of mm. um, you know what's a great sandwich and what's not and, yeah you know just simple things like that yeah but it's exciting it is exciting <laughs> awesome. thank you thank do. you